welcome to the 30 minute hour. It's the personal development podcast for entrepreneurs who are looking to level up and become unstoppable. I'm your host, Eric Twiggs, your procrastination prevention partner. Join me as always, you know him as the super CEO, business strategist extraordinaire, and all around good guy, Ted Fells. Happy Monday. <laughs> Happy Monday. Happy New Year. This is our our first official episode for 2022. Man, time is just moving. Time does not stand still. We started this in 2019, right? That's right. Wow. Right. So February, that'll be three years, Ted. Three years? Three years. Man, we're gonna have to have some type of celebration. Yeah, we, we can uh around that date we can do like a three year anniversary. That's right. That's episode. Right. See, see, Julie, we just come up with stuff on the on the fly. Right? <laughs> yeah. I love it. I'm imagining what a three year date is gonna look like. <laughs> that's right. Gee. That's right. But no, that's definitely um a tremendous accomplishment. I mean, we when we started we. we we literally just hit the record button and started talking. <laughs> That's it, Jill. Yeah, seriously. Just started hey, recording and talking. That was it. Im- imperfect action. That's my imperfect. motto now. Mm-hmm. See, see, she's dropping nuggets already, Ted. Dropping them. Dropping them. That, that's just a sample that's of a- what you're going to get from my guest today. And that's why I was, when we talked a few weeks back, I was really excited to get her on with us because I think she's going to drop some nuggets for our entrepreneur listeners, but certainly as you can tell, this is not your everyday podcast. After three years, if you have not figured out that this is not your everyday podcast, you're never going to figure it out. This is not your everyday podcast. That's right. We, we do things a little differently here uh, on the 30 minute hour. Uh, certainly you can watch us. I know we have quite a few people watching this live right now. You can watch us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, but also later, you can go back and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of those places that you like to listen to your podcasts. Uh, a couple of things I wanted to mention and shout out. You know, we have the 30-Minute Hour Media, which is really the company that we're doing all this under. And we have a family of podcasts. Uh, and I, I, I'm happy to announce a new addition to the 30 minute hour media. Don't tell them. Don't, don't tell them yet, Eric. Don't, don't tell them. Not yet. Well, I mean, their show is tomorrow. So I, oh, I would think. I guess it is time to tell them. Now you, got, now you have you to got, say. Got to say. Dude, I think this is a good time to let the cat out of the bag. Being let that their out. show is tomorrow at 6.30 right here on this platform. Mm. So, yeah, so their names, uh, Deja and DeAndre Parker, um, it's Cultivating Conversations is the name of their podcast. It's going to be under the umbrella of the 30-Minute Hour Media. They're going to broadcast right here, uh, Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, th- these two young folks, they are dynamic, let me tell you. They are. And so, so the title of their episode is going to be How to Turn Self-Doubt into Self-Motivation. So you right want to check that out. Julia, right out the gates, that's how they're doing it. 
Yeah. Episode one, they're not even easing in, like, you know, let us just tell you about us. Mm-mm. Right out the gate. We're excited about it. Yeah, we are. We are. We actually, we had them on a previous episode as guests. Uh, it was, Are You Reaching Your Highest Potential was the title of the episode. And they, they almost broke the internet. All their people. <laughs> yeah, the internet was broken after, after uh, remember that outage? It was because they were on our show. Oh you were wondering why, Julia, you were wondering why Facebook was down all the time. That's, That's what, it was. what it was. Right. Julia, right. they had so many people in our chat. I was like, can you guys come back next week? Can you come back next week? No, we got, we got school. We got something to do. Yeah, so we got to get them on the show. Yeah. It's Our own be- show. Awesome. Yeah. So that, that's what motivated this. And they're, I'm telling you, they're going to do excellent. Uh, but yeah, again, check them out. It's Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time right here on the 30-minute hour Facebook page. And by the way, you'll also be able to watch them on YouTube uh, and on LinkedIn at the same time as well. Uh, and then don't forget about the What Now movement. Uh, this past, so, so every every month, once a month on the What Now movement, we, we do coffee and conversation. And, we, and this particular Saturday, we talked about achieving your goals in 2022. We talked about three specific strategies to goal achievement that can make this your best year ever. You, you definitely want to check that out as well. Go to the What Now movement Facebook group. Make sure you join and check out that presentation we did on Saturday. Ted? Yes, Eric? I've got something that's on my mind. Please, yeah, Eric. All right. So here's what's on my mind, Ted. We need to talk about this. How to live life on your own terms. That's what we need to talk about. How to live life on your own terms. And I thought about this this topic while I was thinking about I, I read this story, right? You, you probably heard about it before. It's about these fleas that were in this jar, right? And, and the fleas, they had been, you know, if you know anything about fleas, they're endowed with this ability to jump over 200 times its body size. That, that's a flea. They have this great jumping ability, right? But they're in this jar. And, and if you if you stick them in a the jar and you close the lid, their first instinct is to escape, right? They're going to jump to the top, hit their head on the lid, fall back to the ground. This cycle repeats over and over again until the fleas, they get discouraged to the point that they just stop jumping, right? So, so eventually, the discouraged fleas, they, re- they reproduce. They have offspring, and even though the babies, they didn't get to experience the pain of hitting their heads, they wouldn't jump either because they're following the example and the behavior of their elders. In the group they're in, nobody's jumping, even though they're perfectly capable of doing that. They just, they stand pat. And even when you, when you remove the lid, nobody's willing to make that leap. So these fleas, they allow their limiting beliefs and an uninspired group from keeping them, to keep them from living life on their own terms. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what a sad story about the fleas, Ted. Wow. It just begs the question, what can you do to live life on your own terms? 
have to answer this question. And this is the part of the program we need your undivided attention. Right? I know a lot of you like to listen to us while you're driving. You got to pull up to the side of the road. You like to listen to us when you're in the gym, when you're on the treadmill. This is where you need to press pause on the treadmill. So, Ted, is there anything else that people need to do? Julie, you got to put the ham sandwich down. You got to put it down. It's about to get good. Listen up. Ready. There you go. Put the ham sandwich. I think Julia actually had a ham sandwich. It's, it's yeah. pretty interesting. You put it down. It's down. But you put it down. All right. So the question on the floor is, you know, what can you do to live life on your own terms? Here it is. You have to join a group where your desired lifestyle is the normal lifestyle. Mm. Find a group where the lifestyle you desire is the normal lifestyle. Mm. Right? And I bring that up because our guest today, he leads this large group where freedom and independence, those are examples of the normal lifestyle. And she's an example of that lifestyle. Mm. So, so it's, it's important that if that's what you want, you have to get around people that already have that because they can show you what they did and you can do the same thing. Mm. I'm gonna go ahead and introduce our guest. All right. So first, imagine being a, a military wife who's moved every two years and had zero career progression. Just imagine that. Right? What you just imagined is our guest. That was her reality at some point. But today is different. Today, Julia Taylor, I guess, she's been able to work from home, work from her RV, and, and now she works from anywhere she wants to. She's the CEO and founder of Geek Pack, who has taught over 2,500 women to say yes to themselves and yes to creating life on their own terms. Yeah. How did she do that? Well, I have to tell you. Please join me in welcoming to the 30-Minute Hour Podcast, Julia Taylor. Oh, thank you so much. Welcome to the show. Thank you. That was quite an introduction. I'm 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 a little a little intimidated now. I gotta I gotta live up to that. <laughs> Don't let them down. Don't let them down, Julie. No, no, no reason to be intimidated. I mean, you, you've done some amazing things. I think it'd be good to kind of share with our our listeners your backstory. So let, let's go ahead and, and roll back the clock. Like, like, when did you know you had this passion to empower women to build their dreams? I that's a that's a hard question because I I never and I'm going to be completely honest. I never set out to do that. That was that was never something where I I thought, okay, this is what I I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna empower women. To, I'm gonna teach them tech skills and and how to code and build their own business. It that that has been an amazing byproduct of the initial thing, which was just simply to teach women tech skills so they could could start their own business. That that was all it was because I I didn't think that I could empower anyone. That that was never something that I um, wanted to do. That I thought I could do. Um, it's just been this incredible uh, thing that I've been able to do, and I've 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 leaned into that 
position and that role. And I absolutely love it, but I never would have given myself enough credit when I first started doing this, that I could, I could be that person. It felt too, too big. Um, mm -hmm. So it, it's, it's only something that I recently have kind of allowed myself to, to believe in myself and go, okay, you know, this is working. Women are loving this. And, and we've got a lot of, of guys in the program as well. So, you know, it, it's open to everyone, but I am just so fortunate that that's what I get to do. And, um, and it's, it's, it's awesome. So it's just been a, a recent thing, whereas teaching the, the tech skills has been something I've been doing for a few years now. So, so I mean, how did you get to that point? Look, kind of give us your kind of the life experiences. How did you get to the point where you now you're teaching these women coding skills and tech skills? Yeah, sure. So I um, it all kind of goes back to um, 2008. So I used to work for the U.S. intelligence community. And in 2008, I was deployed to Afghanistan, um, working out there. I had an amazing job. I lived in D.C. I traveled all over the world. I got to do some really, really cool stuff. Not quite Not like quite Hollywood cool, because that doesn't exist, but, you know, pretty close. <laughs> and I was in Afghanistan 2008, and I met a guy, fell in love, and um, he's British. He's now my husband. We, we just celebrated 10 years um, married. And um, he was in the military. So we did long distance for a long time. We deployed a couple times in there. And um, I finally decided to leave my job. I had a great job with the government, career progression, all of it was, was working great. Now, keep in mind, I have a degree in Russian. I, I, I have no degree, no tech degree. I, don't, I didn't learn computer science, so I have no tech, official tech background. Um, I'm completely self-taught. So, um, so I, I leave my government job. I moved to the UK. Uh, we get married and I become a military spouse, which I'm incredibly proud of. Um, but my career progression just plummets because we move every two years. And I, I was, you know, I mean, per personally, everything was great, but professionally, not so great. So I start to, I'm in a, a nine to five job, just a regular old job. And I sit there and my boss walks in and he says to me, I want our website to be able to do X, the certain functionality. And I have no idea what he's talking about. I've never, no one has ever um, asked me to do anything with websites, completely out of the blue. So I Google it, what he asked for, I Google it. And um, I see this line of code. I don't even know what that meant at the time. And I take that line of code. I put it into the back end of the website. I hit save, I refresh it and it worked. And that was like this aha moment for me of, okay, hang on. I just Googled something and I figured it out. And it worked. So I, I start to kind of learn and I think, oh, this could be it. If I could learn these coded, these tech skills, maybe I could then get a remote job. So, you know, years go by, I'm learning, I'm learning. I apply to all these jobs. No one shows me any interest um, because I don't have a computer science degree and I'm completely self-taught. No one was interested. So a friend of mine said, well, why don't you start your own business? building websites and doing tech stuff for small businesses. I think, you know, that's not a real thing. I, I don't have an entrepreneurial bone in my body. I, I'm not like someone who, um, who, who like sold lemonade as a kid. None of that. I just always wanted a normal job. That was just what I always thought I would do. 
So I, I build a website for him and he loves it. And, and he said, yeah, you, this is what you need to do. So I, I, I start my own agency, um, working for clients, building websites, and that was all going great. Right around this time, my husband um, decides to retire from the military and um, we don't know what to do. It's like, okay, well, d does he get a real job or, or, or what? And he wanted to start his own business. So we decide to sell everything and we move into an RV and we travel all over the US um, and, and we find where we currently live in Colorado now. And while I'm traveling, I'm sharing about our travels on Instagram, on social media. And people say to me, how are you able to travel full time? Are you independently wealthy? Are your parents paying for it? You know, they assume all these things. I said, no, I, I taught myself tech skills. I taught myself how to code and I have my own business. And they said to me, I want to learn that as well. Like okay, cool. I'll I'll teach you, and that's kind of where the the teaching started, and the the big thing. And as you mentioned at the at the very beginning, Eric, the 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 importance of surrounding yourself with other people who will lift you up. That's exactly why Geek Pack exists. So um, Geek Pack is my community, and it's it's a safe place where women and men, whoever whoever wants to join the program. Can, can come in and they can ask those scary questions that you wouldn't normally want to, like tech questions. If you ask that anywhere, people will probably make fun of you and give you a hard time. And say, especially with women, we take things really, really like to heart and we don't, it, it's hard to ask hard questions if someone is going to give you a hard time and, and ridicule you and things like that. So Geek Pack is a safe community. We encourage each other. We support each other. Um, learning Learning these kind of quote unquote, hard skills. They're not hard. Anyone can learn them uh, and, and build a business and a life that they love. And they're surrounded by all these women that, that feel the same way and support each other. So that's exactly where, um, where Geek Pack comes from. So that's kind of the, the, the story. Yeah. Couple, a couple of things that I want to unpack. This is interesting, right? Two things stood out to me, right? Number one, you don't have a technical background. Like I, I just... I would have just figured that you, that that's just your thing. You, you had a technical background. Then number two, you never had any entrepreneurial spirit. I mean, never entrepreneurial experience. A lot of people in the same situation would just say, you know what? That's, that's not my thing. You know, I don't have the background. And they would just punt on the opportunity. So, so what was different about you? Like, like, what is it about you that you said, you know what? I'm going to learn and I'm going to figure it out. Um, I, it, what, what's different? Um, probably just perseverance. Now it, it, all this time was probably about three or four years. And, um, I, and that's one thing that, that I'll, I'll kind of mention. And we, we talked about before is, is taking imperfect action. I didn't do that for, for almost four years. Because uh, I wanted everything to be just right, and and I and everything just took a whole lot longer um, for me to do. And that's one thing that I tell my students. I was literally on a call with them this morning. And I was like, right, you're going to take imperfect action, even though it doesn't feel good, because you're not going to take four years to do something. I want you to do it in four months, in four weeks, in you know a much much shorter period of time. Um, and I I, I I like to call myself an accidental entrepreneur because I feel like so many times. People will be listening to podcasts or they'll be, um, you know, reading a book from an entrepreneur and, and that entrepreneur will, I think it was Gary Vee that I listened to. And he's like, yeah, when I was a kid, I did this. And by the time I was 19, I had 20 businesses. I didn't, you know, 
most people don't have anything like that. And it's hard to relate. And I, I pushed back um, from starting my own business for a long time because it wasn't comfortable. It didn't feel good. I didn't know how to do it. I had no idea what I was doing. Like, how do you even start a business? And, and the legal aspect and the finance, like all that stuff I had to figure out. And it's scary. And a lot of people give up and don't, don't push through. And again, why I really wanted a community um, to make sure that we can answer those questions and we can show people how to do all those things. Because I did it the hard way. I don't want other people to do it the hard way. And it, even if you don't have a technical background or you, you don't have an entrepreneurial bone in your body, that doesn't mean you can't be successful and start your own business and, and work from anywhere and live the life that you want. It's, it just... You know, it just doesn't come as naturally, but that doesn't mean you can't do it. I mean, I did it. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's great. And I'm, I'm glad you you clarified that because I, I'm sure we've got people that are watching us or listening to us right now that are saying to themselves, oh, coding, coding sounds interesting, but ooh, I, I don't have a techie background. So, so you said, you know, you, you can learn. Yep. You can figure it out and make it happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. But, you know, mo you know, most people... You know, they stop themselves. They, they, they stop themselves. I mean, it's one thing if you're applying for a job and then, you know, that employer is saying this is these are the requirements. But this is just your own thing. You make the requirements. Yep. Yeah. So you don't put these big lofty. You got to have 10 years of experience. No, you just got to want to do it. And like you said, and be persistent. So that's great. And the thing, I mean, there's so much information out here now. Uh, I'm, I hear these. I heard a story of a, a, a lady that built a house by watching YouTube videos. Yes. <laughs> she literally went on YouTube. How do I build a house? <laughs> Follow the video. So anything is possible if you're open to learning. And you know what it is? I've been thinking about this, right? I think people are afraid of looking stupid. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. If, you, if you're new to something and you're doing it for the first time, you're going to stumble. And I think people, and I bet that's critical to getting better is going through that and learning from your mistakes and just continue to move forward. So, yeah. And again, another reason exactly why I have the community um, because yep. other people can, can say, yep, you know, I, I, I started there. It's okay if you stumble. It's okay if you make a mistake. It's okay if you don't know the answer. Ask, we will help you. And, and that like so much of, of what I love and what I will talk about till, till I die is the importance of community um, and a good community where you can stumble and you can ask for help and not feel silly. Hmm. Fantastic. So that's what we're on. This is the 30-minute hour podcast. Those of you who just joined us, we're on with Julia Taylor. She's the founder and CEO of Geek Pack. So definitely make sure you're going in on the comments section if you've got questions. I'm already seeing one from uh looks like Jerry Clark uh says he loves loves the freedom. Thank you for uh chiming in there. So again, you are the founder and CEO of Geek Pack. How did you come up with that name? Um, to be fair, I have to give the credit to my husband. He, he came up with the name, but um, it it all started again, kind of coming back to me not really really pushing back from from 
starting my own business, but then really pushing back from, from starting a, a community and, and teaching. Cause I kept thinking who wants to learn from me? You know, I, I came up with every excuse possible and um, I, I, I've got a, a dog. Um, he's a, a chocolate lab and he, he kind of shows up in my social media quite a lot. And, you know, a lot of people, people know him. He can fetch a beer from the fridge. And that was like a, a video that, that, you know, got pretty popular on, on, on social media. And there, there was something about wanting to um, kind of incorporate the, the, the dog into it. And that's where pack came from. Um, and then we just kind of put, you know, geek, for, okay. geek pack uh, together. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, I have to give credit to him. I love it. <laughs> so. so, so who is your, who is your ideal client and how specifically do you help them? Sure. Um, I would say um, primarily women. We do market women. Um, me and my entire team, we're all, we're all women. Um, but we do have a handful of guys that join the program. Awesome. They're totally welcome. Um, we, we are, um, so I'd say, let's see the anywhere from, I'd say late thirties to even up to sixties. We have, we have women in the program who are in their sixties. Um, we even have some in their seventies who are learning to code. Um, and uh, the, the range of where these women come from, um, Either they already have an online business, so maybe they're um, a, a virtual assistant or they do social media stuff or um, any, any sort of kind of online job already, and they get frustrated if they can't figure something out kind of techie and they want to learn how to be a little bit more techie and, and figure out the, the back end of things. So that's one of our um, audiences. But really, the other is just anyone who wants... Um, to, to work from wherever, work from home because their kids are home from school because of COVID or they want to be able to travel when that is, is back to normal. Um, they, they just want uh, to, to live and, and have the lifestyle of being able to work from anywhere and, and starting their own business. And they are willing to give something like coding a try and they're not kind of afraid of it. So we, it, we have a broad range of women that, that join the program. And specifically, we take them from the very beginning, like literally never, ever done anything techie before ever, because that, that's where I started. So that's where I want I want people to start from. And we take them through and they learn, learn coding skills. We have multiple programming languages that they learn. Um, we, we start to really go in depth in building websites from scratch because I want them to learn how to do things the hard way so that they can then figure anything out. We focus a lot on troubleshooting, problem solving, and, and just figuring things out because things break all the time. Websites break, they get hacked. So my students know how to clean up hacked websites. So if you get malware, I teach them how to clean that up. So very marketable, very um, in-demand tech skills is what we teach them. And that's on the skills side. But we also teach them um, how to start an online business from, you know, the LLC to the EIN to, you know, all the little things they need to do from the finance side to, to accounting to the um, legal aspect. Uh, and then how to find clients, um, how to charge for what they're offering. And then even from there, kind of additional skills that they could learn to keep charging more. Um, if they want to start hiring and, and have a team. So all the way um, through to that. Wow. That's like a whole 
kind of cradle to grave kind of consulting practice for helping people to put together. Wow. So, so talk about some of the success stories that you're proud of. Maybe someone that came to you that didn't think they could do it, and now they're this big time entrepreneur thanks to your help and efforts. Yeah, we, we've got a ton of students that have incredible success stories. Uh, we have one um, a student of mine, her name is Casey, and she was a um, cocktail waitress just forever. That's what she did. And as she came across the program, she put herself out of code. And now um, her and her family, they live in Hawaii. Um, and they they get to live there and, and go to the beach whenever. And she runs her own business doing digital marketing and, and websites and tech stuff, automations. Um, so I, I love, you know, she, she had a, a fantastic kind of success story. We've got so many students that that really hit hard times right around COVID who were let go from their job, um, who maybe they, they worked in the service industry um, and, and then they were able to stay home and work and make so much more. Most of my students are kind of doubling, tripling, forexing what they were making in their, in their kind of real job doing this now. Um, because really the, the amount of money that you charge um, is, is up to how much you're willing to, to learn and the confidence that you build to, to do some of these really complex uh, websites. And I mean, people pay a lot of money for someone who knows really good tech stuff. So Okay. Okay, Julia. So I think I was just having an IT issue here a second ago because I, I thought I heard you say 4Xing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. Or Xing their income. Yeah. Hmm. When I first, and then whether that's someone who is, um, who is going from a, a nine to five to starting their own business, um, or if someone has, you know, a, an hourly rate job. So the very first hourly rate position that I took as a, a as a web developer uh, was $20 an hour, which is on the low end for a web developer. I was brand new. I had no idea what I was doing. And I was super nervous about charging much more than that. And because I knew how to code and I knew how to do a lot of really techy stuff, I went from $20 an hour to $75 an hour in less than six months. Yeah. So, wow. and my students do it a lot quicker than that. <laughs> I used to think that was good until my students do it a lot faster. So the, the exponential amount of money that you can um, charge when, when you know, um, how to do these things. And it's, it's not so much like the skills is one thing, but really what we are teaching is, is how to troubleshoot, how to problem solve, how to figure anything out. Cause Google is a fantastic resource. YouTube is a fantastic resource. And then having the access to the community and you can ask all these questions to people who have done it before to figure things out. Um, and, and that's how, how you um, really kind of get to the point where you have the confidence to charge X amount. And what I tell my students is start with, start with a rate that you're comfortable with. And for the next client that you get, double it and then double it again and just keep going until someone says no. Um, and <laughs> you'll be surprised with how far you can go. <laughs> double it. Just keep doubling. No, that, that's great. I mean, that, that's a stumbling block for a lot of entrepreneurs as far as what to charge for their service. And it, it's good that they got you to kind of bounce that decision off of. So let's talk more about this. This kind of funny. I'm sorry, that's kind of funny when I'm thinking about the whole Dublin thing. Like, yeah, $800 an hour. And they'd be like, 
No, I'm not paying it. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. Only 400, only 400 an hour. Only 400. Okay, how about 100? <laughs> so you just start, you start going back. That's funny. But you know what it is, though? When you're in a group like that, it can help with your mindset. Yep. And it can help you to stretch. I was sharing with, uh, with on our coffee conversation, I had this business coach who, no matter what I said I was charging, was never enough. I would tell him about this service and I would say, yeah, I'm going to charge 500. Oh, what? That's not enough. No, you do a thousand. Yep. And I'm like, I can't charge these people a thousand. No, do it, do it. And I would do it and, the, and they would say, okay, sure. <laughs> wow. You know, and, but, but, but it's it, back to that mindset. It just shows you the value of being in the supportive group. And I mean, you've got a sizable community, Julia, that you've built. Talk about that. Yeah, we've got, so my, my, um, the Geek Pack community is our um, kind of membership community for students that, that go through the, this program. Um, and I, yeah, we've got over 2,500 um, students in there. We do have a free community um, that anyone can join. And I think that's 13,000 um, ish. Um, so yeah, we, we've got a, a good amount of folks who are, who are interested in, in, you know, saying, no, I, I want to do things my own way and, and I want to, you know, build a business and, and, and run it and work from anywhere. So it's pretty cool. So, so, so you said there's like 2,500 people in this community. This is the paid one. Yes. So is it, so is this like a monthly subscription? That it, um, it can be that we have different kind of um, levels uh, depending on, but everyone comes in through the, the, the skills program that we have um, and then they get into the community. But because like really people join because they want to learn the skills and they want to start an online business, but they stick around because of the community because people, they realize, oh, wow, this community is, is you know, so much better than, than they ever thought. Uh, we actually just started, we do live events in there all the time. Um, today, we kicked off a four-week event called the Live Finding Clients Challenge. So as, as a group, a kind of accountability, uh, we go through and every week we have like a checklist of, you know, do this and do this and get your social media in order and, and sort out your LinkedIn and start to reach out to the people that you know and learn these skills. So we, we kind of go through together as a, as a group, um, the, the finding client stuff, because really learning the skills is, I think, the, the easier part. Putting yourself out there, marketing yourself, um, finding clients, that's the harder part. So I like to get people to start doing that as soon as possible, even though it doesn't feel good. Uh, it's not comfortable um, putting yourself out there, but um, I try to get them to do that very quickly once they join the program. Wow. So I, I like to, because I think a lot of people that are thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, you know, they, they look at the success you've had, the group you've built, and, and they think it's all sunshine and rainbows. Uh, so I do want to talk about like, like, what do you consider to be your biggest failure since you've become the Geek Pack CEO? What did you learn from it? So many, so many. Um, I and I, I'm, I try very hard to not use the the M word mistakes um, because every single thing that I've I've done 
um, I've learned from. Um, so, and, and I've done a lot of things wrong. I've done them the wrong way. And, um, but every single instance I've been able to kind of go, okay, how do I make this better next time? Uh, and I think one, one, I can't think of a specific instance, but I mentioned this earlier. And the thing that, that always held me back from everything that I did throughout my journey um, has been um, perfection. I always wanted everything to be just right. And I, I wouldn't do anything until I felt really, really comfortable that it was just right. And then I just never did anything. Um, so the, the, one of the biggest things that I've learned, um, in this whole journey is, is taking imperfect action. Um, just like y'all said about how, how just, you just hit record and you just go. Uh, and that's, I've had more successes by taking imperfect action, um, than anything else. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's a great point that it, it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, it's, it's all about that moving forward and and momentum. Oh yeah. Uh, so, so as far as this whole educational piece, I mean, you you're self taught. Um, so, so what 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 are some books? What are the common books that you find that you either give people or you recommend to people to help them to kind of get to your level? Oh gosh. <laughs> Um, the, I've got a handful of books that I've just read recently that I love. Um, Atomic Habits is one of my all-time favorites. Um, it's, there's so many things in there that you can you can do all the things, or you can just pick one thing that he recommends um, to 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 make better habits or to stop doing bad habits um, that are game changers um, in in a business. Huge, huge things. So. Um, Atomic Habits is one of my favorites. Another one that I love is Start With Why. Uh, amazing book. Um, just for anyone, whether you're just getting started or you've been doing this for a while, keeping your why front and center um, throughout everything that you do and all the examples that it gives. And, and that's helped me so much um, building the business, but building my team. Um, I've a phenom Every single person on my team was a student first. And they, they believe in our mission. They believe in our vision, our core values. And I've, I've been really fortunate where when I first started the community, it was just me. And I was the only one. I was, I mean, like virtual blood, sweat, and tears um, in that community all the time. But now I'm able to take a step back and I, I pour into my team and then they are then able to pour into my community. So my, my, um, time and my capacity, I spend focusing on my team. Um, and then they are able to then push that down to the community and it just flows so, so, so well. So start with why, um, atomic habits. And I just recently read Bob Iger's book, um, wildest ride. So he, he, um, he was the CEO of Disney for 15, 20 years, phenomenal book on, on leadership. And I mean, he, the, the lessons that he explains in that book, go from if you have one team member um, or if you're a, a solopreneur and you're all by yourself all the way up to what he was doing at Disney um, you know huge huge corporation and hundreds of thousands of employees and the the care that he would take for each individual employee um, and and his leadership style was just awesome so that's another uh, another one and then I just did uh, Steve Jobs biography fascinating. <laughs> So that's another one I always like to tell people that was good. Awesome. 
Awesome. Now, I mean, those, those are great recommendations. Wild Ride, uh, Start With Why, and Atomic Habits, which is one of my personal favorites by James Clear. Yep. Yeah, a lot of great uh, examples in that book to help you to move forward. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. so you've got a lot of great things going on, and you've accomplished a lot of great things. What's next on the horizon for you? Sure. So something that I'm really excited about and we are kicking off, we actually um, started it last uh, last year. So um, and this is a perfect example of taking imperfect action. I always thought when the Geek Pack started to grow, I, I always wanted to give back somehow. Um, it's always been something I wanted to do. And, and there's a number of um, coding communities that I support. Um, but I listen to a podcast with the guy who founded Tom's shoes, you know, the, the, the shoes where it's a, if you buy a pair of shoes, they give a pair of shoes to a child in need. Are you mm -hmm. familiar with those? Yep. So yeah. there's one for one model. So I listened to his podcast and I thought he all for so long, I thought that I would start a nonprofit. And I thought, Oh, how cool would that be to have a, a you know, a nonprofit arm to geek pack that, you know, what talk about a dream come true and come to find out nonprofits are a real pain um, in the backside <laughs> you know, the bureaucracy and all the stuff that goes along with it. I thought, Oh, you know, what a shame. Cause I, I want to be able to do something, but I thought that was the only Avenue. And I listened to this interview with, um, the founder, Blake Mikoski, and he explained this one-for-one -one model and how he his business is, is a for-profit business, but he just gives things away because he can. And I thought to myself, why can't I do that? Like, I'm in a fortunate position with my business where I, I, can, I have a for-profit business that is successful and I want to support and help women who could not afford my program. So why can't I just have a one for one? So I just created one <laughs> out of out of thin air. And last October, we we um, I partnered with Dress for Success, a um, international nonprofit, and um, I, they, there's a there's some folks up in Denver, and I partnered with them, and they gave me 20 women um, who you know were not in a financial position to join my program, but desperately needed the skills. And, um, um, and we call it Geek for Geek. Um, so we, we just started very imperfectly, this, this kind of social entrepreneur program. And um, we, we just did something again right in the new year with um, some women who are domestic violence survivors. And um, they're now going through the program. So that's what I'm really, really excited about and passionate about. And, you know, so long as my, my for-profit business continues to, uh, to grow and thrive and my team is taken care of and, you know, the lights stay on, I will continue to grow the, the Geek for Geek program and um, partner with more nonprofits who have women who need um, this program and we'll, we'll get them in. So that's what I'm really excited about. Wow. So the, so the Geek for Geek program, the women that you're training, do you find, help them find consulting engagements? That, uh, yeah. Yeah. So they go through the exact same program as um, our paid students to go through and um, they, they learn the skills to, to find clients and start their own business. So they, they have the exact same um, exposure and opportunity. We have a lot of people who we have a hire form on our website. So if, if anyone needs tech help, they'll, they'll go through that. So we have paid job opportunities that go out to the whole, whole community. So yeah, we, um, they, they have the, the exact same opportunities. They learn the same skills and 
um, they, they, they get to do the exact same, same stuff. What a tremendous opportunity. I mean, I, I just, I have a feeling, Julie, I mean, your, your email inbox is about to get flooded. Your phone is going to start ringing. I mean, this is, you know, and this is the time of year where people are open to making changes. And especially with this, with the pandemic and people looking for other opportunities. I mean, this, with the support and just the opportunity, I think you're going to get a lot of calls, a lot of emails. So oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, this is a fantastic thing. So, so we're at the part of our program. This is Ted's favorite part, Julia. It's called Write This Down, right? Th this is where we, we each share a specific takeaway from today's episode that can help our entrepreneurs to level up. So, I mean, Julia, you're our, our guest of honor. But what's your takeaway you want to leave the people with that they need to write down? Take imperfect action. A hundred percent. It's, it's changed my business. Um, it's, it's meant that the business has grown exponentially. Um, I, you know, done is better than perfect. 80% now is better than hundred percent. Never, you know, whatever phrase you use. Um, I I'm a recovering perfectionist and the, the biggest growth and successes and wins that I've had have been when I take imperfect action, like the mm -hmm. gate for gate program. Take imperfect action. Write that down. All right. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, Ted. Man, that's tough. That's a tough one to follow. I'm, I think what I get out of that, that this whole session is, you know, hi, hire you. Hmm. Hire you. I mean, you know, you're worried about someone else hiring you. Hire you. Right. I mean, you're perfect. You're perfect for whatever it is that you want to do. Right. And, 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 and hire you. So don't leave it in the hands of someone else to, to tell you that you can code or come up with whatever the requirements are and certifications and degree. Hey, I'm, I want to do it. I'm going to hire me and I'm going to invest in me and read you know, I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to surround myself with people that have done it before. I'm going to go and talk to Julia Taylor. And I'm going to hire, I'm going to hire me and believe in me. And I think uh, that's really what I've gotten out of this. Because again, you know, there's, there's not a whole lot that you shared that says that you'd be here. Right. Other than the fact that you hired you and invested in you and you know, and you've been blessed. So it's just, this is great. Yeah. So how are yourself? Love it. No, that's great. I mean, and we live in a time of that's easier than it has been in years past, you know, with all the information and resources that are out there. How are you? I think that's, that's a great thing that our folks need to, to write down. And so when I think about this, a lot of times when you're venturing into something that's unknown, you know, the, the natural question is how, right? How am I going to do this? Yeah, you want me to code? I'm not a techie. How am I going to be a coder and I'm not a technical, I don't have a technical background. How am I going to be an IT consultant? I don't have an IT background. How, come, how am I going to run an IT company? I think you have to, you have to change the question. You have to change the question from how to who, right? You have to say who's doing it already. 
Oh, yeah, Julia Taylor's doing it already. You know what? So, so I could call her and she could tell me some of the things she did and I could do the same thing to get the same result. I, I just think that's the key. You have to change that question from how to who find those people that have the result that you want and it becomes much easier. Now, it's never going to be perfectly easy, but I think it's it's much easier when you're finding people who've been there and done that. And there's, and there's so many people out in the world that are willing to share. Like I think about when I first started my IT company, I, I sat down with several business owners that have been in business for years and just asked, just tell me how you got started. People love to talk about themselves. They love to tell you about their journey. And you go out and you meet with several of them and then you'll look and you'll see that there's some common things that each of them did. And then you come up with your to-do list. And go from there. So, yeah, don't be afraid to go out and, and just ask. Yep, just ask. A closed mouth doesn't get fed. <laughs> stay, stay hungry with a closed mouth. <laughs> Man, th this has been a great episode of the 30 Minute Hour Podcast. So we want to thank Julia Taylor for everything that she has shared. But Julia, how can the people connect with you? The easiest uh, will just be my website, uh, geekpack.co um, or geekpack.com. Either one will get you there. But uh, yeah, that, that's the easiest. All the information is on there. Um, social media links, everything, YouTube channel, it's all there. That's kind of a, a good hub for everything. Great. I just, I just like Julia Taylor. It just makes me smile. It's something that just makes me smile. I just like, just, it's feel warm. Oh, thank you. We're going to have Julia Taylor back in. Absolutely. I'd love yeah, to. Sure. And hopefully, our goal for this, uh, for these shows is to help the, our entrepreneurs to, to laugh, to learn, and ultimately level up. And that, that's what we want to accomplish on these episodes. So I would say, if, if you, you're watching us, listening to us, you feel like we've accomplished that, we just ask that you share the show. Share the show. Don't keep it to yourself. Share the show. Share don't, the don't, show. Keep, don't keep great information a secret. Make sure you share this show, share this episode, encourage people to subscribe. And, and don't forget, this is not your everyday podcast. You can go back and listen to the replay on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any of those those other places. Again, we, we want to thank Julia Taylor for being on. Just, just I know we, we went through this already, but I just think this is so crucial. One more time, tell the people how they can connect with you and launch their entrepreneurial career. The easiest is go to geekpack.co. You'll find everything there. And my contact form if you want to get in touch with me. <laughs> Wonderful. Geekpack.co. All right. Well, that's our episode this week. Uh, we hope you tune in next time. Again, don't forget to go to the 30 Minute Hour Facebook page on Tuesday, uh, January the 11th at 6 30 p.m. Eastern Time. Check out Deja and DeAndre Parker and their new show, Cultivating Conversation. Until then, until next time. 
Have a great one. <laughs>